Sandy. And we are back with another fun episode on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. Today's topic is how to become super intentional with your goals. So we'll be diving deep into this topic, but before we do so, if you're loving our podcast so far, we'd appreciate it if you share with a friend or coworker, and you can also tag us on your social media and let us know that you're actively listening about your goals, setting goals, achieving goals, and importance of goal setting. It's important that we as software engineers have goal each year so that we're making progress on our professional development and doing so will help to make sure that we're keeping up with the latest technologies and having opportunities for professional and personal growth in our careers. So Samantha, what is your take on setting intentional goals? Did you set them early on in your career? Did you find them helpful? I think goals are definitely helpful for any stage of your career. Um, definitely at the beginning of your career, knowing like which direction that you want to go, but still having very loose goals. So that way, if you do pivot, um, it won't be like earth shattering. So I know that um, for my career, I definitely want to be like a strong front end engineer. But lately, I've been thinking about going to the back end because I feel like I have accomplished a lot on the front. So on the front end, so. At first, it was a huge shock to me that I was like, oh, I'm thinking about going to the back end. But if you just have goals, very loose goals that you could accomplish, I think that'd be good. Yeah, I 100% agree. I feel like sometimes as sometimes when we're having our goals, we can kind of be too broad. And when you're not specific enough, it's hard to make progress in that area. So definitely when you, when you are having a goal, like Samantha's goal, becoming a better front-end engineer, you should be specific so you can make progress towards um, whatever you set out to achieve. Yeah, I think, Today, um, did you have any take when you're on learning, the importance of setting intentional goals? Because like, while you're learning, beneficial you in your career. that you need to, you have goals, you're setting the goal of like, okay, I'm going to learn JavaScript, how am I going to learn JavaScript? I'm going to use this platform, this platform, and build this project. And then that's how you'll know that, okay, I completed the learn JavaScript, I can move on to the next one. So I think just like Samantha and you said, it needs to be specific, it needs to be something that you can actually achieve. Like for example, one of my goals for this year is to get better at testing React applications. And so one of my goals is to improve the code coverage in at least three or four apps by the end of the year. Um, pretty, pretty actionable goal. I can definitely do it. It's just three. I set the bar pretty low, <laughs> um, but it, it it's definitely something that I can do. I don't feel like it's out of my reach and it will help me to become more technically proficient. That's true. <laughs> I don't think that three goals, um, three test coverage is very low. Well. You still have a full-time like job five. and it's something that you are <laughs> doing outside of it a little bit. So yeah, it's a good goal. I think it's a great goal. So I love how we're talking about like the importance of setting goals and being super intentional in the area that we choose. Another thing, another component I think that we should talk about mm -hmm. is when you're when you're setting a goal, you should also make sure that you have some sort of system in place so that you are acting on that goal, so that you're holding yourself accountable for that goal. And I wanted to talk about: Are there any systems that you guys 
that you all, we don't have eyes, that you all use or would recommend one system or method rather that I've thought of, well, that was introduced to me was the SMART method. That stands for having like S, SMART, M, measurable, A, actionable, or I think, yeah, assignable, R, realistic, and T, time bound. So like you, like you mentioned, you, right. if you have a goal of like, of like learning JavaScript, it can be hard to achieve that goal because all you said is I want to learn JavaScript. You didn't put a time limit on it. You didn't say I want to learn it by, you know, uh, August of 2021 you said i just want to learn javascript so there's no deadline what steps are you taking to learn javascript are you going to take a course so things like that when you have a goal you should also have some sort of system yeah. to hold you accountable um, and one great method of doing so is definitely the smart method the smart criteria do, do you I try to, all use I try that, to, or are there other methods that you use for setting your goals, achieving your goals? Like, oh my God, where's the smart, where's the measurable? Um, so I kind of just try to put it in a sentence that I can understand, that has a specific date, that has a set amount of mm. whatever it is I'm trying to do, and and so like I can just branch off from that one goal, like the React testing library goal. So one of the first things I did was have my company purchase a course for me to learn more about testing. And then I said, okay, got that course. Let me try to implement those principles into at least one of our applications. So I think it's just like try to use the SMART method to set a time limit because I, I find that whenever I say I want to do X by the end of the day, it typically gets done instead of just saying I want to do X. Yes, I definitely mm -hmm. think time-bound goals are really good. I personally mm -hmm. don't follow that, but they're very good. Um, I think of goals kind of like scope. It's like, what can you fit in this small amount of time? So like you are saying, the example of JavaScript, um, what can I learn within the day? And then what can I learn within the week? Um, just making sure that you have very small goals that add up to one solid big goal. Um, I also think that sometimes we spend too much time planning out our goals versus taking very actionable steps towards them. So I think that's also very important. Like um, they say a lot of times people have a to-do list and they'll have all the to-do lists, um, but you can't get all of that done. So I think it's super important to be like, pick the top three things that you can do in that day and try to accomplish that. Um, and if there's one big goal, um, accomplish mm -hmm. that within the, the day, I guess. Lots of small goals that add up to a big goal, but like, don't think about it too much. Just get going and start doing the action. So to your point, Samantha, I really liked how you were talking about identifying scopes. Um, I actually read like a few articles and they were talking about how if you're an engineer, you're a junior engineer, when you're setting goals, you should have three separate mm. objectives. Uh, one objective should be technical oriented, soft skills oriented and business related. So technical, like learning a language or improving your technical skills, soft skills, like collaborating or like giving your pushing back on your decision or saying your decision, because that's another thing engineers have to do. You have to stand up for yourself, why you think you're right uh, and business related. So like when you're communicating with stakeholders, 
you also have to, well, you have to think from their standpoint, right? And you have to think, like, they want to know, can you deliver this product? Not how do you do it, but can you deliver it? So I know for me, starting out my job and thinking about these goals was kind of hard to to identify, like, to identify the scope, whether it's technical, soft skills, business related. Did any of you have that similar issue? If so, how did you tackle that? Or did you just like zone in on technical because you feel like early in your career as a junior developer? I know for while me, all those in my soft skills is important, business related is important, technical is what you should to, aim um, to achieve and strengthen I first. I, read some, I wrote something about like, have a clear understanding of the products that we support. So when you start a new job, it's very difficult. It can be very difficult to to understand everything that's going on in the code base because so much is going on. Mm -hmm. And then not just understanding the code, but understanding the business needs behind the code. So we're all supporting products that do something for our customers or external customers. Why is that? What do the variables look like? Why are the variables these way? So like one of my first one of my first goals was to just to just understand what the business does. Um, why we do the things we do and that took me a whole year <laughs> like and so now i feel like now now that i understand what the business is doing i can focus more on the technical side of things okay how can i support the purpose um so we can so i can contribute to what the business is doing for our clients Yeah, for, for me, when, like, I'm, I still struggle with this now, but I'm an, I'm, of course, I'm a, I'm a software engineer, but my company has this rotational scrum master, scrum master program, and being, like, a SM has helped me understand things from the product side, which is understanding our commitments, how, how does it play, play a part in our sprints, and how we work, like, how we how product thinks about us delivering on our deliverables and do, like picking up feature work and things like that. So I feel I like a hundred percent agree that understanding the product from all angles is definitely beneficial to, you know, junior engineers early on in the career. And I also wanted to ask I also wanted to ask like, are there any criteria, other criteria you use? I know that, I think I remember Samantha saying you have like a development career plan. I personally don't use a career development plan. I use like the SMART criteria, but if you could speak on that, I think that'd be very helpful. Um, I think that's a great action plan. Yeah, so at work, we... Uh, I don't think that was me. I think it was development plans and part of the development plan is creating SMART goals. So it's just like we have... So like our team has our own goal, their own goals, which is the bigger goals. And so we create goals based on whatever the goal is for the team, if that makes sense. But we can also create personal goals that we want for our career. So let's say right now I'm a level one engineer and I want to start planning to be a level two engineer. What are the steps I need to take to get to that level so I can start implementing those? Let's say to be a level two engineer, you need to have and in-depth understanding of how Node.js works, right? And as a level one engineer, I don't really need to understand that. So what are the steps that I can take to get better at Node.js? I can take courses, I can complete classes, 
I can look at our apps. I can play around with the code base. Um, so like those are some of the things that would be included in the development plan. Like how can you get to the next step? And so, like Kadesha mentioned, you when you're setting goals, you want to think about how do you want to get to that next step. You want to be specific. You want to know what scope you're targeting, whether it's technical, whether it's the soft skills, whether it's business. You want to really be specific when you're having your goals. And then you want to create a system where you can hold yourself accountable and you can act. It's incredible. It's incredibly important to set intentional goals, such as using ways you can do that is using the SMART method. It helps us monitor our progress and improve in areas that we feel short. So if that's getting that promotion, that's getting a better, deeper understanding of the technologies you use, you have to make that goal. You got to write down those actions and you got to plan on how to get from A to B. Change your lifestyle, put together a plan and take action. So thank you so much for listening to another episode on the Deeper Than Tech podcast. Don't forget to share with a friend or a coworker and leave us a review. Until next time. Bye.